Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to today's episode of the Smart Productive Mom podcast, where we are talking about something that I have struggled with my entire life. And it has been, has taken a lot of intentional effort for me to overcome this and I am proud of myself for the strides that I have made and I know that there are still obstacles that I have to overcome and what we are talking about is perfectionism and how it held me back for very very long and how I am making an intentional effort to not let it hold me back any longer. So if you are dealing with perfectionism This is an episode you are definitely going to want to listen to the entire way through because I am telling you what signs of perfectionism that I have noticed greatly in my life and what I have done to intentionally try to lessen the perfectionism. So if this sounds like something you are interested in, if you are dealing with perfectionism and you feel like it's really holding you back in life, then you are definitely going to want to listen to this episode. Welcome to the Smart Productive Mom Podcast. My name is Lucretia, and I want to help you be more productive and present without stressing about housework. I'm spilling all the tea on how to take that overwhelm out of motherhood, so let's dive into all the juicy goodness. Here's why I wanted to record this episode about perfectionism, because it really let me get in my own way of success. It was stopping me from going after what I really wanted. And if you listen to last week's episode, um, I believe I told you guys about how I stopped working as a nurse to start my own business. But it took a lot of getting out of my own way to even have the confidence to stop working. Because you know, whenever you have a job, you feel like that's security, like you feel like you're going to get that check every two weeks, which is when I got paid. And I knew that money was coming. So whenever I stopped to start my own business, I didn't know when money was coming. I didn't know how long it was going to take me to actually start seeing some money in my business. So that was scary. And that's why I made sure to try to save up money so that we wouldn't be financially burdened by me not working. But I also didn't want to try to over plan it and just make sure I had all my ducks in a row before I even quit because then I would have never quit and I would have never started my own business. So that is what I mean by like perfectionism, getting in your own way and stopping you from going after what you want to accomplish. And just as a side note here, if any part of this episode really speaks to your soul, I want you to take a screenshot of this episode, add it to your Instagram story, and tell me your biggest takeaway. And make sure that you tag me at lucreciasims.co so I can share you with my audience because I definitely want to hear how you've been struggling with perfectionism, how you've been feeling like it's holding you back and what you are going to do about it in the future so it no longer stops you. So screenshot this episode, add it to your Instagram story, tell me your biggest takeaway and then tag me so I can make sure that I see it. Okay, so people aren't going after their dreams because of perfectionism. And that is really what inspired me to talk about this today because I see it holding so many people back. And in my business, I deal with a lot of moms. And even in real life, my friends, they're all moms. And 
I see them not going after their dreams and they're stuck in these jobs that they don't like because of the financial security that they believe it gives them, which honestly, after all of this COVID stuff and people losing their jobs, I think if we, one of the things that that taught me was that jobs are not secure. So if anything, that would have been an even bigger push that if you wanted to go after your dream and if your dream is to start your own business, now would definitely be the time because if we learned anything, it's that jobs aren't as secure as we thought they would were. So I want to see more people going after their dreams and not being afraid of failure. The only real failure is not even trying. That's the only way you can fail is if you don't even try. In business, whenever we quote unquote fail, that just gives us new information to work with. So let's say that I am creating a new product and I'm putting it out into the world. I am looking at my numbers to see what what resonated with people, what didn't resonate with people. And I don't call that a failure if I didn't hit my goal. Now all I have is just numbers that I can try to improve on. So it's not really a failure. As long as you do it, you're not failing. And then a lot of people don't think it's possible to even accomplish what they want to accomplish so they don't even try. Then you're stuck creating this life that's unfulfilling because you're too afraid to go after what you really want to accomplish because you're not sure if you can really do this or it feels scary, it feels hard. And that's okay if something feels hard. Pretty much anything you do in life is going to feel hard until it isn't. Whenever I became a mom, that was hard. And now we're in a groove where I feel like it's much more manageable. So it's not hard right now. But maybe whenever my oldest is starting kindergarten or my youngest is going through her toddler phase, maybe it'll feel hard again until it becomes my norm. (laughs) And then it's not that hard anymore. So it goes through phases. Everything feels hard until it's not. Whenever I started my business, I had a lot of mindset blocks to work through. And I didn't even know that I had these mindset blocks because it was normal. It was normal for me to think these negative things about myself. So I didn't even know that I had a problem until I started working with a business coach she's also like slash life coach (laughs) because she not only helps with business but she just helps me work through mindset shifts that work for my entire life so I started working through all of these mindset blocks like can I even make money from home I felt like everything was a scam then I was like well you know what I have kids so I really can't work from home like what am I going to do with the kids (laughs) who can work from home with kids or what will people think if I leave my nursing job and say that I'm starting my own business everyone's going to think I'm crazy I let all of these little thoughts just stop me and hold me back from really going all in on my business and making pretty much all these excuses is really what they were for why I couldn't be successful instead of just going after what I wanted and believing in myself. So I am going to share with you seven ways that perfectionism held me back and what I did to overcome that or what I am currently doing still in my life to continue to overcome perfectionism because it's I don't believe that it's something you just like I'm no longer a perfectionist I'm still struggling with it and these are the things that 
I have noticed to be very prominent that were really holding me back. And here is what I'm doing to overcome that. So the first sign of perfectionism that I struggled with was procrastination. And with procrastination, I was afraid to get started because I didn't want to do it wrong. So I planned and planned and planned. And then I looked at that plan and then I planned some more and then I threw everything away and started the plan over again. (laughs) So I just planned and I never actually did it. So that was the problem. Or if I did it, it took me a very, very long time to actually do it. So I felt like I was being productive because I was planning. But what I was actually doing was procrastinating because I was afraid I was going to do it wrong. And the planning actually made me feel like I was doing it right, which I wasn't doing anything. So to overcome that, I have just, whenever I think of something, I just go ahead and start. So if I want to start eating healthier, I don't even think about planning anything. I just go ahead and start that day. I don't think, you know, okay, I'm going to start Monday. I need to go to the store. I need to get workout clothes. I need to, like, I don't do any of that anymore. If I want to eat healthier, I just start eating healthier and I cut out the crap. Or if I want to organize the pantry, I just go ahead and start organizing it. I'll just, you know, tell myself, let's just do this one shelf and see how we go from there. So I don't really plan things out in detail anymore. I just go ahead and start and I don't catastrophize. So whenever you make something a bigger deal than it really is, that's catastrophizing. And then after you get the task done, you realize it wasn't as bad as you thought it would be, which is usually what happens like 99% of the time. So I no longer catastrophize. I I realize that and I am aware of it now of when I'm doing it, when I'm making something a much bigger deal than it actually is. And so I'm able to limit that. The second sign of perfectionism is that it was taking me a very, very long time to complete a task. So whenever I would clean the kitchen and I would put the dishes in the dishwasher, it would take me so long. And even my husband, he would come in. He's like, you are still putting the dishes in the dishwasher (laughs) because I had a certain way that I wanted all of the dishes to go in there. And even as a child, task would take me so long like it would take me so long to put away the groceries because as I'm putting things in the refrigerator I'm moving things around and putting everything where I wanted it to go and then I'm putting all the canned items where I wanted them to go and it would take me so long to just do simple everyday tasks and I felt like I really wasn't getting anything done because I needed everything done a certain way and I couldn't move on until it was done that specific way so even if I tried to go in the kitchen and say I was putting away the groceries and I would just go ahead and throw them in the fridge and I wouldn't organize things. Whenever I would sit down to watch TV, I would keep thinking about how I should have moved the milk over here or how I should have put the grapes here instead of there. And I would just overthink the situation until the point where I would just have to go in the kitchen and fix everything because I couldn't stop thinking about how I wanted it done and I wasn't able to relax until I finished it. And so Things took me a very long time to complete. So what I have been doing to combat that is I will give myself a time limit and what's done is done and I just move on with my life and I try to do things to keep myself or my brain on other things instead of going back to what I feel like I didn't complete. So an example of this would be like right now recording this podcast. It used to take me ages to record a podcast episode and that's why I couldn't stay consistent because it would take me so long to try to feel like it was perfect but now 
I tell myself, okay, so I just put my daughter to sleep. So this is like right now, a real example. I just put my daughter to sleep and she usually takes about a 20 to 30 minute nap. And I tell myself, okay, look, we're going to go record this episode. We're going to get it done during the nap time. And that's it. So I tell myself, look, I'm going to get this done during her nap time. And I'm going to go ahead and edit and publish it. So give yourself a time limit to complete the task and just let it be done. The third sign is that I made mistakes mean that I was inadequate. So I made any mistake mean something about me negatively. And so what I've been doing about that is that I don't put so much pressure on myself anymore. So if I see, first of all, I don't really see things as mistakes because everything is an example. Everything happens for a reason, I believe. So I don't really see them as mistakes. I see it as it was something meant to happen so I could learn something from it. So that's really one big thing that's changed. Like I don't, I'm not afraid of doing something and making a mistake because it's all in the way that I perceive it. It's all about perception. So if I do something and I say, oh my gosh, why did I do that? I don't even do that anymore. Now I'll do something and I'm like, okay, you know what? Next time I'm going to do this instead of doing it that way. So it's not really even a mistake. So I don't really consider mistakes anymore and I don't put that much pressure on myself. So number four is I am done with all or nothing thinking. So with all or nothing thinking, it's like I'm going to go into the kitchen and I'm going to get it all done or I'm not even going to start, or I'm going to clean the living room. If I don't have time to do all of that, then I don't even start. So now I will go into the kitchen and I will get whatever I can get done until the baby cries or my toddler needs me, and then I'm done with whatever I finish. So I don't wait until I have enough time to get something done because there will never be enough time. My life is full of distractions. I have kids. They constantly need things. So if I waited until I could get the entire task done in one sitting, I wouldn't get anything done. So now I am okay with knowing that I'm going to go in here and start something and that I'm not going to finish and that's okay. So I'm not in the all or nothing mindset anymore. Sign of perfectionism number five is that I would get very defensive. And this defensiveness came from fear of being judged. I was constantly worried about what other people thought about me or how other people perceived me. And now I know, and this mainly came from working with my business coach and life coach. Now I know that it's okay for people to think what they want to think. I don't have to agree with them. So she always says, it's okay for people to be wrong. That's okay. If they think you're this way, that's okay. You don't have to believe them. They can be wrong. (laughs) So, and I can think what I want to think about myself and they can think what they want to think. We can all have different opinions and I don't have to agree with their opinion and that's okay. So if someone says something negatively about me, that's okay. They are entitled to their opinion. That doesn't mean that they are right. It doesn't mean that they're wrong. It just is what it is. So I no longer get defensive about what people say or think about me. And then sign of perfectionism number six is that I spent a lot of time and energy masking my flaws. So an example of this would be that I would watch hundreds, probably seriously, probably hundreds of YouTube makeup videos, and I don't even enjoy wearing makeup. But since I was on camera for my business doing Facebook lives and 
whatever Instagram lives and everything else on camera, I felt like I needed to wear makeup because that's what other people were doing, even though I didn't like wearing makeup. So now I am okay with going on camera just how I look. So if you look in the Facebook group, I'm on camera. I, there's days when my hair is like in my big puffy afro and you know, back then I wasn't confident enough to wear my real natural hair because it's so big and it's so curly and I it made me feel really insecure for some reason. But now I'm completely okay with that. So I will go on camera with my natural hair and now I love my natural hair. <laughs> I'm like I don't want to do anything else with it. I just want it to be natural and I love my natural curls. So I'm, it's really about self-acceptance. So I'm really just no longer worried about how I think I look and trying to make this great impression that's not even really authentically me. So now I'm just showing up as myself and accepting myself. And then number seven, the sign of perfectionism is that I had high standards for other people. So I expected them to behave in a certain way. If I was supposed to meet somebody for lunch at noon, I expected them to be there at noon. And if they were late, then that would really irritate me and I would it would throw off my entire day. So I expected people to behave in a certain way. And even if they didn't know that I had that expectation, like I just thought it was given, like you should know, like if you tell me you're going to be here at noon, then be here at noon. Like to me, that's just common decency, but everyone doesn't think that way. And I had to learn to accept that. And so I make sure like, hey, if we're going to be here at noon, like let's be here at noon. <laughs> so I make sure that I voice my opinions and voice my boundaries basically so that's what I'm setting is boundaries now so I'm making sure that I'm setting healthy boundaries so people know how I want to be treated and the boundaries are really there to protect me from myself because I will I'm a people pleaser and so I will let or I guess I would say I'm was a people pleaser. And so I would let, you know, people say their excuses or their reasoning. And I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. Even though it wasn't fine. Like I have a breastfed baby and I need to be back home because she refuses to take a bottle. So you being late is throwing off everything. Now I have to hurry up and eat. And then I have to hurry up and get out of here and get back home when we could have just like chilled and talked. But now I'm rushing because you were late. So now I'm really voicing my opinion like, hey, if you're going to be here late, let me know because we might just have to reschedule this. So if you can't make it at this time, that's okay. We'll just have to do it at another time, another date. So that's all it is about my boundaries, just letting people know how I expect to be treated. And if that's cool with you, great. If it's not cool with you, great. <laughs> Let's We'll move on. <laughs> so those are the seven signs of perfectionism that really held me back a lot in life, really hindered me. And so that is what I've been doing to overcome them. And really, it's just being more aware of how perfectionism is holding you back so that you can start being more intentional about what you are doing to overcome it and really go after what you want to go after in life. So remember that if any part of this podcast episode really stuck out to you, make sure you take a screenshot add it to your Instagram story and tag me with your biggest takeaway so I can share you with my audience. I would love that so much to know how you are dealing with perfectionism and how you feel like it's holding you back and then what you are doing to overcome it. I would love to know that. So again, tag me on Instagram at lucreciasims.co and I will see you next week. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Smart Productive Mom podcast. If you found this information helpful, please leave a written review so more moms can find this show. And if you want to connect with the super moms in this community, come hang out with us in the Smart Productive Mom Facebook group. I can't wait to connect with you. See you there.